Hi, Lauren. But the filled up the bookcase for a few books. They all came down from for cool. From cool. Warm. I'm tired. You must be tired. Still going after a bit of adrenaline. I'll probably feed after mm -hmm. maybe an hour or two hours. I'll just sleep. A big feed though. Put you down. Big feed. I'm off of the Chinese merely on the basis that I wouldn't have any dishes. Well, Chinese, all chili chicken, half and half, uh, yeah, especially with curry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you brought this all down. Like, oh, chicken, Chinese, maybe? I wouldn't, no, be, I wouldn't be very much anti, anti like Chinese or anti food. Do you not like it or anything? Do you Chinese? I, I like it the odd time, but then it doesn't agree with me. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of spices in that tomato. Oh, I, I, I but, guess yeah. Anywho, mm -hmm. so we're back, um, and we're on chapter two. Yes, sir. We survived chapter one. So, uh, we're just go this session from one to twelve, and then uh, next time we'll look maybe from there to the end of the chapter. So, I'll just read it, mm -hmm. uh, and then. Just break in and find out what the word says. So, so if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any uh, participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing for selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among you, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who thought he was in the form of God, did not account equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. Being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him, and bestowed him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Mm -hmm. An encouraging chapter. Very much so. Uh, uh, it's a great, uh, it's a great chapter. I think. You know, I just think about it earlier. You know, the book of Philippians is one of my books. You know, mm -hmm. you get a lot of. You get a lot of kitchen signs out of it, so you would. Uh, a lot of kitchen sign verses on it. Um, but I would say chapter 2 is probably the, mm -hmm. you know, just in terms of content here, it's probably the the pick of the chapters and just in terms of depth. Like, uh, so much of it, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um, well, just really encouraging. I was listening to a, bit of a podcast as I was working today, and the guy, he says, you know, when uh, Paul wrote the Philippines, you know, it was full of... Uh, encouragement and whenever he, he heard from the Philippians he expected to be encouraged he was really uh, pleased to hear of them you know it wasn't like you know the letter to the Corinthians where it's like he was going to be maybe hear these false prophets false teachers and he's going to have to rebuke them be hard on them mm -hmm. but the Philippians he just uh, uh, it was planted on the, uh, the church was planted on a second missionary journey so mm -hmm. it was yeah. and uh I think he's just, he's just uh, well. You can maybe imagine yourself that you're you're working so so hard, and and you have to remember Paul. 
as we'll chat about it uh, throughout, you know, he is so humble and he doesn't do it for his own gain, it's all for God's gain. And then when he hears, this, hears the Philippians doing so well, he just wants to, uh, he hears of God's kingdom being proclaimed and being exalted and, and that, that's uh, fruitful. Mm-hmm. So does that church. And uh, he's just really pleased and encouraged by them and wants to be a real encouragement to them at the same time. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. And like this is coming off the back of where he's calling them. Uh, as we talked about last time, um, to live in a, to let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel, um, having one mind, um, striving side by side, uh, not being fearful, um, but also understanding that suffering will come. Mm-hmm. So as he's coming into that, then he's looked, then he, he starts this with almost a series of, of questions where we know that the answer um, mm-hmm. is like, so if there's any encouragement on Christ, well, um, there's there's lots of encouragement on Christ. You know, it, it overflows. If there's any comfort from from His love, mm-hmm. if any uh, participation in the Spirit, any affection, sympathy, you know, this is the types of things that is you mm-hmm. know that come from being a Christian. We find uh, these areas being fulfilled and helped. Um, through God and then he's called uh, make my joy complete be of the same mind love and full accord with one another he wants this church to to grow together I think that's been that's been a major theme hasn't it um, you said there grow together is is the idea of togetherness mm-hmm. and I think Paul's what Paul's saying here is that if you're going to <coughs> excuse me if you're going to get on well together and if you're going to be united um then you're going to have, you know, speaking then individually, they're going to have to be humble because I guess when he says, you know, don't look to your own, mm-hmm. um, look not only to, the interest, to your own interest, but also to the interest of others. So if this is really going to work and if, you're going to, if this church is going to stay united and together and see mm-hmm. the gospel flourish, then there has to be humility at an individual level uh, where they're all essentially looking out for each other's thing. Um, each other's needs. Um, I think that word um, conceit, isn't it? What are we mm-hmm. trying, translated there? Um, yeah, verse three. And uh, just that idea of like vain glory, just pursuing mm-hmm. your own mm-hmm. goals. And so he's saying like, if you want to grow, to grow together, to use your phrase, Gareth, um, it needs to be done with humility and then service to each other. Mm-hmm. So, and that's something I think that was quite heavy even in the first chapter. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you're on about the ifs, all the ifs, you know, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowls of mercies, you know, Paul's not using if as an, uh, an if maybe possibly, you know, he's using if as an a certainty, that that is a certainty, there is a certainty of comfort of love, there is a certainty of fellowship of the Spirit, and there is a certainty of bowls of mercy, you know, it's just, uh, when it comes to Jesus, anything about Jesus, there is no if, maybe, possibly, with Jesus and God, it's all certainty. Mm-hmm. That's why we can just have a, have a, without seeing faith, mm-hmm. as one would say, you know, and, uh, you know, because he is so true and so just God, when he makes promises, you know, he's not like us, we're, we, we're all guilty of making promises and, and breaking them. Mm-hmm. God has never made a promise, just as the same here, whenever Paul tells us, tells us, 
of things of God, of his comfort and of his fellowship with us, for, you know, they are there and they are for us to have. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a, a, a there's no, no doubt in that. So, yeah, just then, as we're looking, I always kept rolling my eye back, you know, look, each of you look not only to his own interests, but the interests of others. This idea of, you know, that it isn't putting yourself forward, mm -hmm. isn't putting yourself um, first, and it's something that I, I'm just speaking for myself, it's so easy just to become very me focused, very, mm -hmm. you know, what's my interest, what things do I need to do? Look, you know, well they're not helping me out so I'm not going to mm -hmm. look at that there and not going to help them. You know, and it, was, and it can be so easy to get onto that idea, I suppose, flicking back to verse 3, of selfish ambition or, or conceit where you're just, you're just so focused on yourself that you aren't seeing, you aren't seeing other people. Um, but again, Paul here, he's calling, you know, from the benefits that we're getting from our Christian life, that, that attitude should, should be pushed mm -hmm. to the side. A bit more, and and with Christ becoming our focus and and helping His people and just the people around us. Yeah. And then, well, I think like really, um, I think that's pretty much what Paul takes it then, like because mm. he says, you know, uh, we're to think not of your own interest but the interest of others. And then have this mind um, among you or in you. I uh, would which is also uh, yours in Christ Jesus. Um, and then you go into this great text about all, all how Jesus um, showed humility. Yeah. Um, and so I suppose, like just as a first point on that, the encouragement is that because Christ humbled himself and lived out that life that, you know, as you were saying, all, we all struggled in it, because he has done it, and mm. because now by his spirit, dwelling in us obviously we can't do it perfectly but we are now capable by the spirit of being mm -hmm. humbled and mm -hmm. of actually living together and uh, selflessly rather than selfishly uh, so um, but that's because of the example that Christ because he done it before us mm -hmm. and then you know you know, do we believe that the spirit can do the same in us well, I think we should because mm -hmm. um, the spirit is is the third person of the Godhead, so. Well, that's, that's what we're saying there. And verse five, which is yours in Christ, we we have that mind purely because we're Christians. That's mm -hmm. the possibility of uh, attaining that as the air, mm -hmm. because we have Christ and the Holy Spirit helping and working within us um, to, to take away, a bit like that old self, casting off the old self and putting on the new, uh, the new, um, or, or to become a new creature and then just as you say uh, going down through verse 6 though he was in the form of God he did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped and, and that was really you know it wasn't that Christ was ever unequal to God the Father or the Spirit but it was the fact that in the plan of salvation mm -hmm. he humbled himself exactly. to leave heaven Mm. to come down um, to save us and it was a necessary yeah a necessary role but but one I took humbly mm -hmm. yeah um yeah no that's really good like he was in the form of God but that you know didn't count equality with God a thing to be grand so there he's uh, Paul again is claiming that 
Christ knew who he was, you know, he knew that he was co-equal with God. Um, but verse 7, I think there is great, but em he emptied himself by taking mm. the form of a servant. So there's humility again. Uh, and being born in the likeness of men. Mm. I think just something that I um, was reading and picked up on, I can't remember, I'll not take the time to think too hard about it, but I heard something, you know what I'd be like when thinking, something take forever, <laughs> but I'd listen to these guys and some guys, like false teachers would take this out because they'd take things like empty themselves that he, like he left his deity aside, but mm. that's not necessarily what it means. Mm. It means I am, it was essentially Jesus was still God, but he he purposely, essentially, like he veiled his glory. He was mm -hmm. like, I'm choosing not to reveal myself in my full glory. Yeah. Rather, I'm going to humble myself and become like mm -hmm. like a man mm -hmm. and live out perfectly. And so he submits himself under. Mm -hmm. So he lays it aside temporarily, but he's still God. It's not. There's no mm -hmm. question of him laying aside his deity. Just for curiosity, because there would be people there would be trying to be all well. Was he really God? Then he's emptied himself. He's, you know, but that's not what it means. But it was, it was the fact that he, he submitted himself to be under, under the natural mm -hmm. rules. Yes. You know. Yeah. Uh, he, he got hungry. He got tired. Mm -hmm. You know, which is clear, and, and the word, um, you know, he struggled, the same way as as we struggle. It talks about that in, in Hebrews where he faced every temptation. It was and. That again was was not just that he had to be born and he had to die, but during that time on earth to be a perfect sacrifice, he had to perfectly keep the law, um, and to do it as, as a human being. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, and again, um, that's a, but it's very clear here, like he's still, you know, yours in Christ Jesus, he was on the form God, you know, at, you know, the text is clear. Yeah. Uh, well, I think I think the example you give there is good. So he submitted himself under the law. Um, and so Jesus would have been, uh, you know, knew what it was to be tempted, like Satan, mm -hmm. human tempted in the wilderness. But he was incapable of sinning because of his, mm -hmm. uh, because of his, uh, because he was God. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that he didn't know temptation. Mm -hmm. um, that obviously, the difference was that he never yielded, if we could say, he never gave in to that temptation. And so that's actually the perfect example. You can see his humanity. He was tempted, as you said, he was hungry, but he was incapable of sinning. And that's that's important. Yeah. Um, just there, if we move on. Uh, so we come probably from the humbling of Christ, where he humbled himself, and even death onto a cross. Um, and we've we've talked uh, together about um, how the cross was was not a was not an easy death. No, that was one of the most brutal forms of of torture and death mm -hmm. that that was ever conceived. Um, and and again, knowing that that would be that would be the end goal of his life, mm -hmm. because again, it's it's recorded as it on. Isaiah where it talks about and the Son of Man will be will be raised up, you know, uh, and and that he'll be hung. Um so again he knew that going in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But again that's you know, that was his first one, but here here is a glimpse onto onto where he is now. You know, behold God has highly exalted him and bestowed in him a name that is above every name. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and heaven and earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Um, and this, and this is one of those verses that, as there, it's true, but it hasn't just come to completion yet. Mm-hmm. Um, because he hasn't returned and has power and his glory um, to the point where everyone will will bow the knee. Um, and confess his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the two of them there, the two are linked there, um, just reading what John MacArthur there says on that. You know, the fact that he was so humbled, you know, um, and that he did, you know, humbled himself and became obedient even on the death, death on the cross, and then everything else to the Christ, you know, he had no permanent home, like he was essentially... You know, he essentially was raised in poverty mm-hmm. in many went and so it was all of that that God purposed that and it's also now like the two are linked mm-hmm. because of his obedience there God the Father has now exalted him so it's mm-hmm. just really cool to see the two of that and I suppose just to encourage us as Christians even when things get difficult for us you know there's coming a day where we're, if we remain faithful God will exalt us too and we'll mm-hmm. be honoured mm-hmm. For or we we will get the reward for for being faithful. Yeah. Um. And so it's not to. I suppose it encourages again that idea. Humble yourself. Don't don't get overly worried too much about if you don't have a, a ton of stuff in this oh, world no. because if you're faithful to him, um, there's a whole lot more coming, mm-hmm. and that that's far better. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, God God blesses hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, and people um who work hard. Um, you know, obviously reap the benefit of that. Yeah. Or you see that in Ecclesiastes, mm-hmm. but that's not really. But that's just almost the natural way of things mm-hmm. within the world, regardless of if you're a Christian or not a Christian. If you're a hard-working person, mm-hmm. you tend um, to to be rewarded for that. But as a Christian, we we don't really subscribe to the idea that um, being a Christian, you're instantly going to be blessed. You know, and, and that we're going to be prosperous prosper and whatever we do mm-hmm. but it's the fact that because very clearly it talks about suffering and, and conflict mm-hmm. but it's about that God gives us um, the strength to, to overcome that but also the fact that you know life here is very short even mm-hmm. even within a, the context of suffering and pain mm-hmm. you know it's a short it's a short time compared to eternity or eternity mm-hmm. you know? um, and so and in light of that, that's that's our um, posture. Honestly, it doesn't matter, you know, how bad it is mm. here. Um, the good and perfection is yet to come, mm. um, which uh, we see in Paul. Oh, exactly. As uh, yeah, I was listening to. He says, you know, our emotions and what we feel are governed more or less by the situation that we are in. Mm-hmm. So if we're in a sad or hard situation, we tend to be uh, down or sad and if we're in a good situ- situation we tend to be uplifted and happy and, and joyful but we can see here for Paul he was not in a good situation as we talked about before he was in prison he was battered he was abused and his uh, emotions was shining out through this this con- contradictory to the situation mm-hmm. and uh, you know and that's just uh, the Holy Spirit and uh, coming out through him and uh, knowing that 
uh, his situation is further in the gospel and he can take joy out of that, mm-hmm. uh, even though it is a bad situation. Mm. No, absolutely. Yeah. And like, I think just as, as we wrap up uh, this session, it's just that idea of, you know, that's every everyone is going to confess that Jesus mm-hmm. Christ is Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's clear um, that that's what the Bible that's what the Bible falls up to that even you know as point out man once today and then the judgment and and the whole idea of after this there will come a point where everyone mm-hmm. will stand before mm-hmm. um, the Lord Jesus and God the Father and and you know there's going to be no no other option there'll be no get out clause you know everyone will confess to this Lord um, the only difference will be the reaction mm-hmm. that that those that the people receive. Yeah. You know, the the idea of, you know, well done, good and faithful servant. Um or depart from me. Or depart from me. And, yeah. and that's the and that's the sad thing. There's so many people who who will they said to depart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um even with the amount of opportunities that they've had um to come to know um Christ as their Saviour. Yeah. You know we we live in a world where that's a very, you know, it's very real possibility that there's people who we know and we meet every day and they're not going to make it into heaven mm-hmm. yeah. because they're not going to see yeah. um, Christ for who he is. But yeah. They'll reject him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's, that's very true. I think too what people need to remember is that, um, you know, some people like the pick and choose part and to a lot of people, people like the idea of Jesus being this humble person who came and, all, and they study a lot of the things that he did in his life. But the, you, know, you need to remember that, as we were talking about there, you know, we, he did humble himself and humble himself even unto death. But because of his exaltation, even though he was is, he was humiliated, because he is now exalted, and part of that is that he is now back on the, the right hand of mm-hmm. God the Father. He has now taken a seat in the throne. It'll be Jesus that judges mm-hmm. the people. And I mm-hmm. think people forget that. They're thinking that this is sound. The same one that you maybe admire mm-hmm. uh, as a person but you're not willing to bow you know and accept him as saviour mm-hmm. it is that same lowly Jesus of the manger that will also be the judge oh. and that's you know I think that's yeah for I think if you don't know Christ that's uh, you know it's a surreal thought that so and he ultimately humbled himself coming down from heaven to begin with you know mm-hmm. he was the only way and he knew it and only way uh for us to be saved was the shedding of his perfect blood. Mm-hmm. And the only way that he could have blood is to come down and be a man, mm-hmm. and have life as a man, and his blood to shed for us. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he didn't come down like we talk about he is God and a God being, and he had, mm-hmm. you know, even Satan says to him when he was up to the, up on top of the temple, bring down your angels and they can carry you down from here safely. He had all the power, he could, come, he could have came as the king they wanted, mm-hmm. he could have ruled the earth, but he humbled himself and he was just going to, we talk about love a life of poverty and uh, be just an ordinary man, be uh, a bond servant, you know, he, mm-hmm. he wasn't going to help, you know, he was only, he was just a carpenter, so it was, and uh, back then, it, you, know, you could really relate to that, I could really you? relate, but <laughs> thankfully, well, this is the maybe not so good a thing in my head, you know, carpenters have went up the ladder a wee bit, you know, <laughs> you know, but back then, <laughs> well, maybe society on the whole has come up, you know, and, we're very blessed to be in a society where you know there is very little poverty, but mm-hmm. uh, there are still people who have that. And mm-hmm. 
you know, but Jesus, he, uh, you know, we just loved his life uh, in the most uh, humble way anybody could, mm-hmm. you know, there's yeah. no humbler way you could really say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, well, it's that idea that he, that he came, he came in humility, he came to love, to die, um, he didn't come with his angels in an army, because mm-hmm. for him, saving people mm-hmm. was a priority, saving, saving the lost mm-hmm. um, was why he came, um, coming down with angels and ruling wasn't going to wasn't going to answer that. Mm-hmm. Um, even whenever it talks about on the cross, like he could have commanded legions and legions mm-hmm. of angels to come down, but he didn't. He he held he held to his purpose and his course and, mm-hmm. and died for our sins. And that that again is the good news of this. I know we talked about um, you know everyone's going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, but the fact is is that um, through his death, you can come and confess him as your Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and that really is the, the positive to take at the end of it. Well, I think even God never really wanted the people of Israel to have a king. So they had judges, and they only he only gave them a king because they cried out for so long. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Well, I know this isn't the right thing for you. You know, a king to be ruled in that way, mm-hmm. uh, a king to rule them in that way. You know, it's like uh, I know this isn't what you need, but just are just to show you, and you are going to you know." be service this king and he is actually going to put you down and you just think this man is going to do you some amazing favour and, and that does what come to pass he gave them what they wanted and they were far worse off mm-hmm. so they were mm-hmm. yeah. I think we'll, we'll just round up this uh, session and then we'll uh, come back next time and, and look into the, to the remainder of this yeah, yeah. sounds good sounds good